Hello and welcome to the D&D 420 podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping you become a better dungeon master. I'm your host, Eric M. Hunter, and I am a struggling game master trying to tell a better story. Joining me shortly is Jimmy St. James. He is the creator of D&D 420 and an avid D&D fan with over 30 years of experience. We're diving right back into the creepy, crawly, bad, baddy things that you just, man, you just do not want to to face. All right, we got more more underground creatures we don't want to partake with. It's the Lao Shu. The Lao Shu are small, black-hearted, shape-shifting humanoids that lair in despoiled dungeons and other dismal settings. Uh, individually, they are weak, they, so they gather in larger numbers to torment other creatures. They are able to assume two forms particularly a foul and ugly giant rat or a humanoid with vaguely rat-like features, which you have a chance to roll an investigation to reveal human traits. Um, and those type of features that you would find are the terrible hygiene because the longer a Lao Shu spins in humanoid form, it behaves as a rat. Rats don't take baths. They'll swim in anything. The Lao Shu, as a humanoid, will do the same thing and treat its body the same way, even though it is a humanoid body. So they will smell like horrible rats when they get when they're in humanoid for, form for too long, because in rat form they are able to groom themselves neatly, and they'll spend an equal time in either either form. So the Lao Shu has the same amount of hit points in either form, and that hit point total doesn't change. So it's not gaining nine hit points by shifting back and forth. Its hit points remain the same no matter which form it changes to. That's interesting. I feel like that's kind of a a newish kind of thing. It's unique. It's something that um, I don't want this thing to be too difficult. The, the shape-shifting is more for flavor than anything. And it gives the Lao Shu a very distinct feel. They, they feel a little unlike other rat humanoid creatures that you might encounter. I also have verminoid, which one of them kind of look mouse or rat-like. And uh, Lao Shu, the name of these, actually means rodent in, um, I think, Japanese. I can't remember if it was Japanese oh, or Chinese. Interesting. I get my wires crossed sometimes because I don't learn enough of the language to really remember all of it but yeah so that's why they have the name they do and Lao is the name of the country they're in I thought it was a very fitting cool sounding name it's the place where they've originated and nobody really knows where they came from they aren't very intelligent they're a hair more intelligent than some of the other things we've recently been talking about such as the what was it last week we did uh, the Sing 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 yeah the Sing Sing. An another nasty creature you do not want to come face to face with. <laughs> well, the Sing Sing and the Lao Shu are at odds in the forest, that haunted forest, the soulless for forest in Lao. So they are natural competitors who share the same territory. That's why I did these two back to back, because I thought it would be kind of cool since we talked all about the Sing Sing and their war, their uh, war seasons. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Lao Shu are their primary target. So whenever they've killed all the Lao Shu in an area, they're kind of like Lao Shu. Exterminators. Terminators. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You see, 
Yeah, we're in there. So in that's there, so that's interesting. So where does that history come from, or is it just one of those things? It's just one of those things that I came up with, and it's always been that way there. Um, and they are two smaller races. Lao Shu are small. Where the um, we just said it, the sumps. I'm pretty the sing sing. The sing sing. I got you. Yes, I got, you got you. me. You got me. I needed to take another toke. Uh, the sing sing is tiny, and these are small. The difference being, sing sing are able to group up in larger groups and are generally well liked by a lot of people. If if you get to know the sing sing and their people on a personal level and trade with them regularly. They're actually well-liked, so they've got friends. The Lao Shu, being a little larger, maybe even a little tougher overall, um, they are not, they're not able to bind in such large groups. A group of Lao Shu, a band is what they're referred to, is anywhere from roughly three or four to maybe as many as ten. That would be a large band of Lao Shu, not quite tribal. They just can't stand each other because of their their behavior they obviously are rat-like so rats are very social rats like to be in large groups but the Lao Shu have a problem they do tend toward banditry raiding pillaging theft things like that they're stealthy they're devious they're cowards so already you can kind of tell I don't have goblins in my game world the goblin trope is played out, in my opinion. True. I have Lao Shu. This is my goblin. So they though they share a lot of those tendencies and those behaviors. So you could if you had a Lao Shu and you wanted to play it in your game, if you played it just like what you know a goblin to be, you're not far off the mark. The differences are Lao Shu aren't trappers. They just don't have that that sort of mindset. Whereas goblins are trap setters, so they 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 are Laoshu are devious. They expect people to lie. They expect lies from one another. So they always lie. They're always deceiving. They have no concept whatsoever of honor or sharing. There's no words for that. There's no words for hope, honor, anything like that. They don't have any gods that they look to. They live primarily for vengeance that is the thing that gives them drive it's perhaps their primary motivation in life they won't usually go toe-to-toe with enemies they don't like to fight that way they'll typically backstab from the shadows so they they will not even if even with larger numbers they're not like where goblins will line up if there's 30 goblins and five in the group, goblins will attack you. Laoshu probably will not. They might wait until, because they're nocturnal, they might wait till night, try to get an advantage. A lot of humanoids can't see in the dark and try to pick a person off who is on guard. Two or three people gang up on them, attack from the shadows, quickly take one out and wait till the others wake up. Try to pick them off one by one as well as the, the Laoshu strategy. They have an excellent stealth score at plus six holy cow plus six yeah at this level that's really really good yeah that's huge uh, because they are literally a two hit die creature so that's a huge and they have a couple of cool abilities 
Obviously, the shape-shifting ability, they can get even smaller and fit into tighter places. But they have Nimble Escape, which is very similar to the Rogue's Cunning Action. But Nimble Escape, they can take the Disengage or Hide Action as a bonus action on the, each of their turns. So these are the Rogues of the Forest. That's exactly who the Laoshu are. They also have a bite that it's not doesn't look too tough. It's one a 1d6 plus 1 with plus 4 to hit. But they have a disease that the people of Lao call the Wing Yi, which is the rotting disease. Once, uh, once they fail a saving throw, it's 1d3 hours. Um, symptoms are nausea, cramps. They begin in half that time. Infected creature suffers suffers one level of exhaustion, regains only half the normal hit points from oh spinning hit dice. Oh my god, this thing is terrible! And no hit points from finishing a long rest, nor will they recover a level of exhaustion. And that's just from a bite, day. right? Yes, that's the rotting disease. Oh my god, this is like, um... This is like when you're... Oh, this is like the mummy with Brendan Fraser, where the, oh, sca the okay. scarabs are like all over your body, and you're just like desperately trying to fight them off. Yeah, man, I've got cotton mouth so bad, this water. Mm. It's just nuts. Gotta stay hydrated, brother. It's Gotta everything stay right now. Oh my gosh, hold on. But yeah, stuff like that, like where, especially, I had a plus six on sneak. Like, I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, fucking don't go over there. Like, you may think you're a badass, but do not go over there. Laos, you are dangerous. You know, you have a small group of five to seven of them roughly and they will hide and pick you off these are cool encounters with your party at second or third level you might think well there's only they're only a half challenge rating and i know that the the bite sounds pretty terrible with that with that uh all the that disease but yeah. these things have a, a 15 armor class when they're wearing leather armor and carrying a shield they only have a 12 armor class otherwise. So they will carry a shield. They will carry a leather armor. They may have a short spear or a short sword or a short bow. They may. I have the stats with all of the options available. And you can you can play these stats how they are. Or you can change these Laoshu up. Give them a couple of different abilities. Maybe even add a level of something to them. To buff them up just a bit to get their leaders and, and you've got a complete band of just assassins who are coming to steal your shinies, steal your money, steal your food, and make off with your magic. That's, that's all they try to do. Are they making those weapons, or are they just, is it part of the raiding that they do? That's all of the weapons and things that they would have, all of the, the scant clothing that they may wear, is always plundered. Always, always. It's, so they have no like survival skills outside of stealing and finding shelter no they have they yeah they can survive in the wild which is what they do usually in moderate climates they don't tend to like anything too uh too nasty too cold too so, hot and yeah. too hot's okay you can put laoshu in a, a too hot environment especially if they're near a swamp they can stay cool in the in the swamp water mm. It'd be a good setting. Laoshu would love to spend time in sewers. However, the sewers are often 
a little too cramped in some of my gaming areas. And Lao Shu are not pervasive through my game world. They make a great sewer monster for a campaign. I tend to go with were-rats, which are a little tougher. So were-rats would not allow the Lao Shu in. Some were-rats may work with Lao Shu, some may not. That just, you know, depending on your storyline, it does, it, it can be a cool thing to have. Were-rats, Lao Shu, they can both shapeshift. They're working together. Are they similar? Sort of, except for the Lao Shu really doesn't gain many advantages because they're shape-shifting. It's, um, it's, not the, it's not the thing that makes them tough. It's the thing that makes them slippery. They can get away in cities if they need to very quickly. They can run and hide, change into a giant rat, and it's a lot easier to be unseen and hide when you're that small. What a dungeon to walk through. Full <laughs> shoe and wear rats attacking you from every corner and every little nook and cranny of a, of a sewer. I feel like it's what would be the I mean, there'd have to be something to gain, right? Like it's you're trying to get like into an underground passage or your puts you in a sewer or puts you in a in an area that would that you would have to fight the Lao Shu. The Lao Shu being that they're that they're not really predators of game. They're predators of shiny. They're predators of loot. There's even stories that uh, that common people tell how that they they can sense magic almost as easily as a bloodhound can pick up the scent of prey. So that but that's folk tales about the Laoshu. Other than that, all, the only thing that people really know is they could be living near me. They could be in my town working somewhere. The new guy at the feed store or mill could be Laoshu if he smells too bad. In an area where Lao Shu frequent, people be, start to become suspect if their hygiene isn't good. Or if they have tendencies that might seem rat-like or features that might seem rat-like, they may get labeled a Lao Shu. And it'd be really easy to cause someone to have a dastardly sort of name by calling them a Lao Shu and telling other people that they may be and pointing out the things that might make them rat-like or similar to a Lao Shu, therefore getting them socially ostracized. I think we just I think you just created a created a book series of oh no, my third grade middle school teacher is a is a Lao Shu or whatever whatever that like my what is it that like my math teacher's an alien or something like that? <laughs> I I'm not sure. I'm I'm not familiar with that series. Is it's it good? A, no, it's it's should a, I pick it up? You know what, Jim? I'll get it for you. All right. Yeah. They, they reach maturity around 8 or 10 years of age, and they only live to be about 40 or 50 years old. Once they're mature, once they reach that 8 to 10 years of age, young Lao Shu typically leave their parents' band in search of their own manner of prosperity. Or they may be seeking revenge if their parents were killed. Uh, since they love revenge, they they that's, again, I can't stress enough that they always have someone that they want to kill or steal from. There's always several targets on one Lao Shu's mind, being that their band is made of five, six, seven Lao Shu. That band may have dozens of targets of leads where they can pick up items or people that they want to kill or anything there in between. 
they're since they're so difficult and devious and cowardly and just difficult to get along with they make enemies very easily and it's a lot of fun to play lao shu from a dm's perspective if you're playing in a civilized setting it's still pretty cool to, to catch them in the wild but these guys can be anywhere there are people just got steel shit a surefire sign that you are that Lao Shu might be in the area is if you find bones that have been gnawed upon. They like to gnaw upon bones of dead things, whatever they eat. It could be, and they'll eat just about anything. They're n they don't often eat people. They may, if they get the chance, but they're cowards. So they're not trying to get into fights with things bigger than them. So they might eat dogs or, or small other small animals. But then if you find bones laying around that have been just gnawed on and gnawed on, that could be a sign that there's Lao Shu in the area. They will do that because, just like a rat, their front teeth never stop growing. The gnawing helps helps keep those teeth in order so that they don't just grow out of control. It keeps them manageable. Um, so that that's an interesting thing. That there may be Lao Shu in your area. <clears throat> it might be, again, I'm getting caught mouth so bad. <laughs> mm. Gotta stay if hydrated. La gotta stay hydrated. If Lao Shu are nearby, they make a an interesting sound when they sleep. When they sleep, they will grind their teeth. And if there are six of them sleeping and one keeping watch, if there are any keeping watch, they typically just hide so well that they don't really worry about keeping watch. But if you are near enough to hear their teeth grinding, they they chew all day long. They chew, chew, chew. In their sleep, they continue to chew, grinding their teeth, making a terrible sound. If you hear that sound, there may be Lao Shu near. All of these, I feel like, that we've done in the past, probably like three or four now, it's like, it's just the worst possible things you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> like, the most terrifying. They're just misunderstood. Thanks for listening to this episode of the D&D &D 420 podcast. For everything D&D &D 420 related, check out dnd420.com. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us there on the website and on YouTube at D&D 420. Lastly, as always, if you'd like to support the show, you can do that by telling another DM about the show and by visiting us on Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating and review. Thanks for subscribing and being a part of our work here at D&D &D 420. We will see you next week.